Good morning, Fano. Morgan Tioka here, the host of the Challenge Her podcast. I am having a chat to you today about uh, the Titans girls. So yesterday I was lucky enough to work alongside Glenn Azar, who's my mentor, as you know, and the Titans NRLW team came in <clears throat> to run a bit of a team building mindset session. Now, this isn't one of the first sessions um, that's been done in here. There's a lot of sessions and, you know, I've been lucky enough to be involved assisting or supporting Glenn in the process. Um, I don't really have much to contribute to at this point in time, but just learning from them, gaining an understanding and a perspective of the environment, the way the lessons are taught uh, to the girls around well-being and mindset. It's just giving me a lot of insight into this space. And I just wanted to have a bit of a chat about sort of some of the things that I took away from yesterday. I'm Morgan Tioka. This is the Challenge Her podcast. This is the Challenge Her podcast. So as I was saying yesterday, the girls came in and I've been involved in a lot of the mindset sessions here at Project 180 uh, and it's really interesting to see sort of the variety of what di- different individuals take away from the session. Now these aren't sessions that are just done for sporting teams, Glenn also does them with uh, local businesses, Telstra, um, mental health institutes, non-for-profit organisations uh, but being the Uh, sporting space around youth development and young women Um, it was a perfect opportunity for me to jump in and just be a part of this process so when they come in uh, Glenn takes them through a few key principles um, a lot of narrative stories that they can relate to and in regards to what are some of the life lessons that are really valuable and some of the really specific skills that can allow you to become successful have that self-worth and self-belief and start to really understand what you as a human are capable of. And he uses a lot of his personal stories to do that. Uh, One of the main things that was said was take the ego out of it. And I've heard this a few times from him and it's just about being able to take the ego away from whatever you're trying to achieve. So If I'm the head of a program or if I'm a manager and I don't have the answers, being okay with the fact that I don't have those answers and trying to find the most available person who would understand or would know what is the most efficient way to find the solution for the problem and then go and seek those people. And he uses really great uh, relevant stories around the military because the military will bring people in who... Um, can obviously fit or do something or create a solution that the military can't do. They don't have any ego around it. They don't try and fix it themselves. If there's a problem, they look for the most efficient person and they're happy to go elsewhere to find that person. And as this message was being told, (coughs) sorry, excuse me, as this message was being told, the head coach, Jamie Feeney, who uh, is a boss of mine, so he runs our Girls Rugby League Excellence Program at Marsden State High School, and he straight away jumped in and gave the girls a really clear representation of when he's taken the ego out of it. And he said last time he came here, 
he was taken back by the process of don't look at who's coaching or don't look at who, what team's being successful. Look at the top 10%. Look at the top 10% of successful sporting teams in the world, the top 10% of coaches in rugby league. Go to those people and look to those people. What are they doing differently? What makes them the top 10%? And he got up and he shared to the girls, you know, once I went away from that first session, I started to seek out, okay, who who are the top 10%? And that's when he's gone and had meetings with Craig Bellamy. He's gone and had meetings with different coaches who are in the elite rugby league space who have been successful coaches. He's completely taken the ego away and he's gone out and found people and sat down with them and said, what works? What am I trying to achieve? How do you think I can do this in a short period of time? You know, and straight away, there's so many lessons in that. The first for me is the fact that, one, the leader of the team, the head coach who is at the soul of creating a safe, supportive, positive space for these girls got vulnerable enough to said, you know what, I don't need to have all the answers, but my girls need to be successful. So in order for them to be successful, I need to seek the top 10%. And he's gone away and taken the ego out of it completely and started to gain advice, started to change the way he's going to coach for the best interest of the girls. And straight away, when you see that buy-in, you should have seen the change in these girls' faces. Straight away, they were just like mentioning all the time when we were going around the group how they just wanted to be the best they wanted to be better and when they heard that story and they connected with their head coach they just said it just made me want to be better for you because he had no ego he doesn't have to have all the answers and I think that's really uncommon you don't hear that a lot you don't see that a lot where a head coach with a lot of playing experience and a lot of coaching experience is able to completely go away from probably his own coaching style, things that he believes works, and look elsewhere, take different perspectives, take on board different advice from the top 10% of coaches, and then come back to the girls and be vulnerable enough to say, you know, I'm looking elsewhere. I'm trying to do what's best for you guys. I want you to have the best opportunity possible. So I'm going to find these answers and we're going to change the coaching style and the way he was going to start the season and the way he will start the season now thanks to that COVID break where he was able to go and seek those mentors is completely different. And I think one of the huge lessons is that's that buy-in creates buy-in from your players. So as an individual, <clears throat> this could be in the workplace or a sporting team but if I see my boss or the person that's leading me put their hands up and go, you know what, I don't know the answers. I don't have the answers to everything. But I care about you enough and I want to see you succeed. So I'm going to go and find the best people in the best position that are going to help us succeed. And straight away, that connection that he makes with me is, I want to care for you, support you, do well for you because You've completely taken away your own personal interest, personal benefits of, you know, being a head coach and having all the answers and you've put us first and you're able to verbally demonstrate that you're going to put us first and I just think that that's just a huge lesson 
And then the second lesson is the fact that he's gone to the top 10%. He's seeking feedback. He's adapting and adjusting for the girls. And the whole thing that we're doing around cultural changes and sporting cultures and business cultures and school culture is that if you're able to put the people in your group before you and you're constantly able to question yourself and go, am I doing what is in the best interest of the group right now? Am I doing what's the best interest of the business or the best interest of my team? Then I'm on the right track. And it just stuck with me. And you should have seen the girls lift. They just completely changed their energy. They were excited because that was before they went out and did a physical session. And then once they did their physical session, they came back in. They want to play for him because he's able to create those connections. He takes the ego away. And I just think that was a really powerful moment and something huge that I took away from yesterday because I want to be... I want to be that person. I want to be someone who every single time I have the opportunity to give everybody the right answer or tell everyone that my way is a correct way, to question it, to question, hey, maybe my way isn't the correct way. Maybe what I've learned isn't everything and isn't the most successful way. Maybe there is a more efficient way. As long as what I'm doing is in the best interest of my team or the best interest of my group – I'm on the right track. And I just thought that that was just a really awesome message. I absolutely loved it. And I think there's a lot more to come from that session, but that was one massive thing that I took away from yesterday. Thanks for joining me today, guys. I hope you have a lovely Sunday. You've been listening to the Challenge Her podcast with Morgan Tioka. Follow, rate and share to help empower and educate young women.